Hey everyone, welcome back to Disabled Chick, where we talk about all things mental health, travel, and disability. I'm the host, Sierra Gervier, and today we are going to talk about something a little more personal. Um, So I absolutely want to say to any listeners out there, uh, trigger warning, because we're going to talk about abuse in relationships. So um, if you are sensitive to hearing any stories or topics about abuse in any sort of capacity, I would encourage you to pause or to not no longer listen to this episode because I'm going to get into abuse just a little bit, not too much. Um, But the purpose of this episode is to talk about what I've learned about myself after divorce and moving to Spain. Now, I know that I haven't touched um, about my true personal life on this podcast, and I just thought that I would throw in a little bit of vulnerability in this episode um, because who knows, it could help someone in the long term. When I was going through a very rough time in a um, in a in a relationship that I was in, it was a marriage. Um, there were YouTubers and there were um, TV shows that I would watch that kind of gave me a, a sense of inspiration and kind of uplifted me um, to stand strong and to push through and to figure things out for myself because I was absolutely miserable in this relationship. Um, I'm not. Ta- I don't want to talk too much in depth about this relationship. I just want to skim the important parts and talk about you know where I am in my life right now and how that relationship as bad as it was it shaped who I am today and my mission that I have today and what I'm doing with my life um and you know having a positive outlook for my future So I have been married for 16 years. I got married at the ripe age of 18. I know. You guys are probably thinking, what? What the hell? Whose parents allowed this to happen? I did it in secrecy. Um, (laughs) And it was one of those typical military marriages that a lot of of military personnel, they have the tendency to marry... Um, at a very young age, um, because they are deploying a lot. They're moving ar- around the United States and around the world a lot. And if you're in a stable relationship, of course you would want to be with your significant other. So the easiest way to do that is to get married so that your spouse can be attached or affiliated with the military by some capacity. Now, as I mentioned before, I don't want to get too much in depth in this re- about this relationship, but I do want to say that this relationship was very emotionally um, abusive and mentally abusive. In my humble opinion, I do believe that my ex-spouse um, didn't suffer from narcissistic personality disorder, but possessed a lot of narcissistic person narcissistic qualities sorry not personality but qualities and so in this relationship to put it in a nutshell a very 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 brief nutshell um i was controlled in so many different aspects i couldn't be 
I was confined in my own home. I I wasn't allowed in so many ways to be out with friends or family. Um, I had felt guilted whenever I made the decision to go to a family reunion or attend family gatherings or to um, meet up with a friend for a birthday party celebration. Very, very heavily guilted um, once I returned home from from that. So I was controlled. I was controlled, um, guilted uh, in so many different ways. And after, in 2018, when I moved to Spain, it was supposed to be a very, very temporary trip uh, six months, but I grew to love Spain. I grew to love the people that I was connecting with. And I also developed a realization that, holy crap, I am able and free to do whatever it is that I want with my life. Even I'm miles, hundreds and thousands of miles away from this person. I can literally do whatever it is that I want and not what most of you are probably thinking right now. When I say that, I mean, I can go to the gym at whatever time I desired. I was able to go to the grocery store whenever I was, I felt like I wanted to buy whatever it is that I wanted to buy without feeling guilted that I shopped too long. That was part of the relationship. Um, if I stayed out too long, even if it was a, for a store run, um, I would feel guilted. He would guilt me into feeling uh, that, you know, I should have taken a short trip or I should have just gotten what I needed and go and not just browse. If I didn't have any plans for the day, I could easily make a plan to hang out with a friend. Or if I get a phone call or a text message from a friend that says, hey, we're meeting at this bar or hey, we're meeting at my house just to watch a series or something, you know, I I could, if I wanted to, I would do it. So living here in Spain gave me the sense of my life and how much I have lost that ability to have the my own control over my life. Now keep in mind I married at 18. So before I got married, I was under the rules and regulations of my mother's house in her, in her household and I was her child. And when I turned 18, my mom of course loosened the the, the reins um for me and I was able to uh kind of be free to do a little bit more of what I wanted to do and make my own decisions and of course face the consequences that came with it. Um, And then that's when I got married. And once I left my mother's house, I was under his control. And so I've never gained a sense of gauging my life and um, making my own personal decisions. I've always had to make decisions based from what he wanted and not what I wanted or for us to meet in the middle um, on decision, on the decision-making process and how it would affect one another because that's what a healthy relationship entails in so many different ways. And so, um, and so being that, again, moving here in Spain and it was like a light bulb just went out in my head that, oh my God, I can literally make 
any decision that I want within my life. And once that started happening, it was I, I I try to articulate this this sensation of feeling. I, I don't know how to articulate it in words. It was like I was being reborn. It was as if I I was getting to know who I am as a person at in my 30s. <laughs> and you know, I was in complete shock that people actually lived lives like this because I was in under so much control that and and had a closed mind and was not able to open my mind like how I any other person should be able to do um when I moved here to Spain and I saw that I could literally turn left instead of right or go straight ahead if I desired to do so without being feeling guilted or being cursed at by a partner or a loved one. And when I saw that I had this sense of control, it was, I was in complete shock after discovering that I had a sensation of being reborn. I hope this all makes sense. (laughs) And so you know, feeling that I was being reborn and being in shock, it was a lot of different emotions that were pouring into myself. And the question of do I want to continue this relationship or not was running through my head all the time. And I can get into more detail about all of this, but eventually I decided to not continue the relationship um, because I enjoyed having the control of my own life for the first time in my 30s. Can you guys imagine that? Um, so I ended up leaving the relationship, uh, discovered who I was. I took an entire year of therapy in order to to do a lot of self-work and inner work. Um, and yes, before you guys, I know, yes, I always um, introduce myself as a clinical mental health therapist, which I am. However, one of the first things that a professor, a professor that I will never forget in, in my grad school program mentioned um, when I was going through my residency program, he said, every therapist needs a therapist. And whenever I will tell people like, yeah, my therapist said this or my therapist said that, people are like, what? But aren't you a therapist? Yes. Doctors need doctors as well. (laughs) Nurses need help as well from other people. You can't nurse yourself. Um, So therapists, of course, need care as well. And so It took me a year of therapy in order to rediscover who I am, to accept what happened and to allow myself to move forward in my life without feeling guilty. Because again, I went through 16 years of being guilted in everything that I did that quote unquote hurt my partner. And um, being that this was the biggest thing that I've the biggest decision that I've taken in this relationship to put myself first. Yes, I felt so guilty for a long time because because I knew that it was going to disappoint and hurt him. But at the same time, I had to think about myself and put myself first. And um, it took a year of therapy in order for me to get to a place, the place that I'm at right now. Um, and again, it took a lot of um, of inner work of a lot of um self-care inner self-work and you know i i am i'm here i'm making moves um i'm happy with what my 
with my present life and what my future, what I'm working on for my future. And I'm, I know I've said this in so many different episodes, but I'm so excited to share some of the things that I've been working on um, soon in the near future. Um, but, you know, I'm not ready to, to share those things yet. I have to wait for the correct time. But, um, you know, sometimes when we leave a relationship, especially a very, very profound, meaningful relationship, um, it's okay to consider you first. And it's okay to make the decision to leave in order to better you. Um, But this could be a growth opportunity for you and yourself and your life. Um, And it's okay to take the positives or a learning situation from the relationship and apply it to your present life to give you the momentum and push yourself forward um and as as a sense of encouragement to um you know continue with your life and dabble in things that you probably didn't you probably weren't interested in in um in your in your past life So some of the things that I've learned about myself after leaving my relationship is that I, so this is something that I've known that I've liked, but was never encouraged or um, was a little nervous to pursue this. And I know you guys are going to think like, what? This is so silly. Like, You've never done this. And it was to be social. I've, I have always considered myself a social butterfly, but I've never really had the opportunity to kind of go full throttle with um, socializing, especially in my 20s. And so when I moved here, I hit the ground running. Once I figured out that I am in control of my life and that reborn sensation that I, was the, that I mentioned um, earlier, I... Um, realized that I love to socialize. And once I moved here to Spain, and if you know, like moving to a different country, especially when you're moving outside of the United States, you will meet people from so many different countries, from so many different backgrounds, and that speak so many different languages. And it is the most incredible experience that you will ever, ever experience in your life um, to hear about the different cultures to um, make these friends and have these bonds and possibly travel with them back to their hometown and their home country. I think it's a pretty cool experience. Um, and that's what I did. Well, you know, I, I met people here in Spain and, um, you know, learned about their culture and their languages and listening to their languages and hearing their stories and their travel stories and the things that they're pursuing in their lives and literally just fellowshipping that is something that i've always wanted to do is to just simply fellowship with no agenda attached to it just being and just talking and just speaking to individuals that you know are coming from so many different um places in the world another thing that i've learned or that yeah that i've learned about myself is um, especially when starting over, were red flags and green flags. <laughs> and we all know what red flags are. Red flags are, you know, signs and in your intuition or, um, you know, how people are presenting themselves to you and you knowing that this is something that you don't want within your inner circle. 
So red flags mean is a literal warning of danger. But a lot of people apply this when um, it comes in terms of relationships. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to be applied to romantic relationships. It could be any relationships, any platonic friendship uh, type type of relationship, um, you know, co-working relationship, things like that. Uh, so I've learned my red flags and in relationships, in platonic relationships, and I've learned to create boundaries for myself for those relationships and kind of leave those relationships where they are. And I will not be with those type of relationships. And I've also learned green flags and green flags are the complete opposite of red flags. Green flags, um, when you're, when you have the intuition to trust um, what is being presented to you from an individual. So this could pertain to romantic relationships or platonic relationships. So um, green flags are literally the opposite of red flags. Yes, they are both indicators, but one is more of a positive indicator um, and the other is like alert, alert, runaway type of indication. <laughs> And to tie the next um, point that I want to to talk about are uh, is rediscovering my inner circle. I mentioned something you know about red flags, and I talked about um, how important relationships are for me, both platonic and romantic relationships. I've learned about the type of people that I want within my inner circle. And I do believe that it's okay to have different types of circles when it comes to relationships. Um, but my inner core circle, I am very strict with who is who falls within that inner circle. And these are type of, excuse me if I'm sniffling, I have allergies, but these are the type of people that speak love and light. And I don't mean to sound kumbaya, but it is the literal truth. I refuse to be around someone who is negative by any aspect. And even if they are joking, but with a with an atten- intentional negative jab while they're joking, those are the type of people that I cannot have within my inner circle. I, I need I need someone to I, I love encouraging people. I love uplifting people. I love people that are goal oriented because those are the type of people that I know that are genuinely and authentically encouraging and vice versa because I want to see people succeed regardless with with where I am within my life and what I'm dealing with within my life if I see a friend or a loved one that is going for their goal and pushing through the trenches yes I am going to be that encouraging person and I'm expecting the same um on the on the reciprocal end so let's talk about hobbies this podcasting I love it I also rediscovered YouTube. I have been on YouTube since I think 2010, but I haven't been consistent because of the relationship that I was in. Um, Being that the relationship was very abusive, I had to think about the words that literally came out of my mouth because if I slipped up and said something, 
I know that my ex-husband would, husband at the time, would kind of contort and, and twist and turn what I've said. And it, he will process it as something different. And that will create a whole slew of problems. And so I stopped YouTube because I didn't, I wanted to avoid those type of problems. But um, I'm rediscovering YouTube. Uh, I really want to, to pump out some videos that I have thousands of videos, literally over 2000 videos on my phone that I've recorded and I haven't been able to, to upload it. And, you know, I think I'm going to kind of compile some of these videos and put them on YouTube. So that's another thing that I'm interested in. Social media, podcasting, um, socializing, as I mentioned before, and learning languages. I fell in love with learning Spanish and I've kind of dabbled in French and also in Portuguese. And I listen to a lot of music in Portuguese, not so much in French, um, but you know, and I'm by no means at any sort of level with these languages, but you know, it's just something that I'm interested in to to discover. And I'm so grateful that I pushed myself to make certain decisions to be where I am now. It wasn't easy, but you know, I am where I am now, and where I am is that I have learned about Sierra. I have learned about my likes and dislikes. I have learned about taking my own decisions and facing the consequences consequences that may be. And I am okay with that. And I'm content with everything. I'm content with where I am with my life. As I mentioned before, it took a while to, to get to this place, but I just want to encourage people to, you know, take, take a step back and rediscover who you are. Sometimes we get so caught up in what we would label as the norm. So, you know, just being in the same cycle every single day, work, gym, taking care of the kids, work, gym, taking care of the kids every day. Um, and that's not to say, you know, there's anything wrong with it, but sometimes it just, I think it's important to take out at least 10 minutes of your day and write down some goals or or try out a new class, maybe yoga, maybe um, meditation, maybe, you know, pottery classes. That's one thing that I'm, I want to kind of get, get involved into as well. Um, but just to rediscover who you are, it doesn't mean that you have to change who you currently are now, but to kind of bring a little more light and color into your, into your life. Um, so, so yeah, thank you so much for everyone that that's listening to this podcast. So in the meantime, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, you can email me at the disabled chick at gmail.com. That's T H E E D I S A B L E D c-h-i-c-k at gmail.com the disabled chick at gmail.com that's a mouthful thank you everyone for listening and i'll see you next week ciao